0: comes from the Greek word defyro, meaning manifestation, show forth. Is a word chosen to describe what happened when the three wise men from the east went to look for Jesus, the king of the Jews as we read in the gospel. In some places, today's feast is called the Feast of the the Three Kings. And in some parts of the world, today is Christmas. In the Eastern churches, in the Orthodox churches, they celebrate Christmas today, January 6th or t- tomorrow actually is the day, but we celebrate it on a Sunday today. But Epiphany should be tomorrow. But since it falls close to a Sunday, the Sunday before the baptism of our Lord and after the Holy Family is the Epiphany. So it's, it's celebrated differently. And that shows you how important the celebration we are having today is in the readings of the christmas night and even on the christmas day we heard how the shepherds were led by an angel to go and see the newborn child that was the first presentation but the main manifestation is when this presentation was extended to the entire world. The three kings represent the entire world. Legend calls them Melchior, Balthazar, and Caspar, these three names. These were not Jews, They were not worshipping the God of Israel. They were not aware of of Jesus as such, the religion of the Jews, the prophecy of the prophets. But from their country, following their own God-given knowledge or access to reality, they got an inkling that a king is born in Israel. A king who is the king of Israel, but whose status ranks above all other kings and extends to the entire world, the king of the world. These people did not hear the prophecy of Isaiah. They were not aware of it. They were mere astrologers using astrology to find what is reality in the world. God revealed to them through their own means of astrology that something great is happening. And when they came with this awe of somebody who is not just God, but a great, I mean, who is not just a king. But God himself, they worshipped him. These were not the Jews. It's significant that this story is only recorded in Matthew. And as Matthew records it, he makes adequate reference to the prophecy of Isaiah, which we read in the first reading, trying to let the others know that even though he is our king, He is a universal king. So the manifestation of Jesus Christ as the son of God is a manifestation of him as the king of the entire universe. And that is a time to show that the God of Israel is not partial, is not limited to any nation, is a God who is for all. It is for this that the second reading from ephesians paul telling us that the gentiles that is those who are not jews all those who are not jews are called the gentiles that they are going to be heirs; they're going to have heritage of the coming of jesus christ and of the great promises referring to the rest of us so to say, some people like saying that Christianity is a foreign religion. That is a religion of the white. But that is showing lack of knowledge. Christianity from the very beginning, given by what the angels sang and what the shepherds shown and what the wise men depicted, Christ has always been presented as the king of the entire universe so christianity is not a religion of the white in fact africans got even to know about christianity before the europeans because when the rich eunuch was going back from Jerusalem back to Ethiopia. Philip entered his chariot and was able to ask him whether he was understanding what he was reading. He said, how can I understand unless somebody instructs me? And Philip went on to instruct him. And after that, this man went back to Ethiopia And it is actually believed that Ethiopia received Christianity before the rest of Europe. So Christianity went to Ethiopia, and up till now, the Coptic church is the most resilient church, despite the sea of uh, Islamism that is around it, It remains intact today. It is an original church. So that Christianity is not a foreign religion as such. It's also a religion of Africa. And remember, when Jesus was in difficulty, He didn't run to Rome. He didn't run to Germany. He ran to where? Egypt. So that Christianity is actually a religion of Africans. And the reading like today shows us specifically that in the worship of a universal king, Then when these three men, wise men, is mentioned, the wise men, there are so many stories about where they come from and the rest of them. But the thing is that they came from the East and from a different nation. In some tradition, one is painted black, indicating that one came from Africa. And then if you go to Europe today, when they are celebrating the Feast of the Three Kings, You see children going around from home to home. One is painted black. One is painted white. And one remains in their color. Indicating that the three kings came from different places. The details we may never know. But the fact remains that God uses the story of the kings to give us an illumination about God himself. About Christ himself. They came to herod believing that the king will be in the house of a king or that will be born there and asked herod we are following a star and the star tells us that here with the son i mean the king of israel is born and we want to go and worship him herod went into panic you imagine if you are a king and especially hereditary kingship when we we're already preparing your children they took over and you hear of a young person born somewhere and who is going to be a king? you will be panicked so herod panicked but they pretended to be a good man and inquired very nicely when did this appear they gave him an idea and then he said okay if you find go and send for the child if you find the child just report to me so that i too will go and worship him i said he was not intending to go and worship him but to kill him we know the entire story and that represents what isaiah was telling us arise and shine the light has come and the darkness will cover the world. Herod represents that darkness. The darkness of, of ambition, the darkness of prejudice, the darkness of wickedness, and all sorts of darkness which the light has come to illumine. So these men went on their way at the start led them once more and they came to where jesus mary and joseph were and immediately entered the hut, it was clear to them this is the king and they opened their bag and made presents to him of gold frankincense and myrrh, and worshipped him this again is a very Important lesson. Ordinarily, people don't worship a human being. So, the manifestation in the manifestation is the worship that these kings did to Jesus. They worshipped him and by that indicated that he's God. Even the presence they made to him is a further manifestation of whom Jesus Christ is. Because gold is given to kings. And receiving gold, he is declared the king of the universe. Frankincense is used for offering and cultic worship, indicating that he's a priestly person. Mare is what is used to conserve cups and in the Oriental culture, it represents a type of sacrifice that brings dividend. In other words, he was a sacrificial person. He was one who is going to sacrifice in order to make us alive. He's the Savior. So he's declared the king, the priest, and the Savior by just giving that. Uh, That gift or those gifts. So their movement was dictated by God. And they worshipped Him, showing His God. After they had done this, their business was finished. Remembering what they were told, they departed from dream. They departed, not going back to Herod. Herod realizes, as we saw on 28th. Uh, january 20 uh, uh, december 28th when he realized he had been tricked he ordered the killing of children from born today up to two years to cover the time that jesus must have been born confirming the kingdom of darkness killing in order to make way for ourselves the same killing that conf- continues today some kill for rituals Some kill for political advantage. Some kill for fear that my children become shorter than the children of the other person. And the killing continues. That is the kingdom of darkness and that is the kingdom of Herod. This this story has much to tell us. From the symbolism, one, the star. The star, mostly known, or better known by astrologers, is a sign that leads people to a destiny, that leads people to people, that leads people to their destination. So when this star led them, it led them from their normal world environment to God himself. The star leads us to where we belong. These are pagan nations, but He's has led them to Christ, to the kingdom of God, to the reign of Christ. And that is what Epiphany is. Demonstration not only to the Jews that the Son has come, but the entire world that God himself is there. The star represents all sources of information God has given us. We have the light of reason. With proper reason, we can find God. Because God has made it in this world that everything speaks of His glory. Everything tells us about God. If only we can watch even the the process of nature we begin to learn about god's own way if we learn about the process of nature we begin to know that before new life emerges a type of sacrifice or decadence must proceed there must be a cross before a glory these are processes of nature if you sow a seed it must get a little bit rotten before it can germinate and we know it from the normal process if you allow a child not having any training at all the child grows up to be a beast there must be some sort of discipline that precedes excellence without discipline there cannot be excellence. and it also shows us that there is if you like, a voice of conscience that God has given us. It's conscience that tells us what is correct. No matter how we try to cover the law and turn it upside down and use all types of grammar to make what is white black and what is black white, conscience remains there to tell us we are doing the wrong thing. You might have defeated your neighbor. You might have defeated your enemy. But you know where you went wrong the conscience tells you that, that is the star that leads us to God. And God allows us to use the star available to us. To the people of the East, it was ordinary star. To the Jews, it was the Old Testament, it was the scripture. And that is why even Herod had to go and make inquiry. And those who made the inquiry refer to the scripture. And it was told that a child will be born in Bethlehem. In Judea. So it is also a source. So what this is reminding us. Is that we need to be alert to the sources of information. Through which we learn more about God. Our ordinary reason if we do not truncate it. And just tell us that when you see all that is in the world, there must be a power behind it, especially when you see that there is order, it's not just chaos, there is order morning and evening, night and day, dry season and rainy season, snow and the flood. This not cannot just be coincidence, no matter how some science soil scientists or para-scientists talk of evolution, because evolution is not proved scientifically. It's still a para-knowledge. It is a quasi-knowledge, an assumption, even though many believe in it, because it cannot be totally proved. Even though it is emphasized in this way, we must realize that there is order, even in the so-called evolution, at least a little order. We are still waiting To see how some people turn into apes or how some apes now after so many years begin to emerge and be animals these are conjectures we don't need to go into it but the issue is that nature has abundant things to tell us how to live and the manifestation today is telling us again you go to the scripture for the manifestation of whom god is if you want to know more about god you need to go to the scripture And if you want to know more about it, you need to go to the custodians of that information, and that is the church. Private information or private research may not be enough to tell you who God is. But when you align yourself with the doctrine of the church, with what the church that has been tested for more than 2,000 years, and has uh, gathered a a lot of experience... That you can learn more about God. The problem we have today is that people have privatized faith. Everybody is in his own corner declaring what the Spirit told him in a hotel or in a convention. And many a time it is not actually the Spirit of God that is telling them, but the Spirit of their own self aggrandizement, the Spirit of their own self illusion, the Spirit of deceit, the Spirit of greed. That is what tells for people, and that is why church is multiplying everywhere. Some people will go out and establish their church, and before they finish the arrangements, people they collected go out and establish another one. Every day there is establishment of church until every family has its own church. Confusion. We pray it does not happen. You need to be in in alignment with the church that Christ has established for you to know the truth. Because he says, I will go so that I will send you the Spirit. If I do not go, you cannot have the Spirit. And the Spirit that will lead you into what? The complete truth. That is only within the church he has established. Individuals cannot have access to it completely. So we pray in this manifestation for God to open our eyes. In this year of 2020, a special year, for me, each time I hear the, the, the word 2020, it sounds special, and I think even the whole of Nigeria has been thinking of 2020. There used to be Vision 2020. Almost everybody has forgotten it now, because what is happening today does not give you hope for a vision. How can you Vision 2020 has arrived? So I'm turning to 2030. But that is not. But all I know is that this year 2020, it, it look it sounds magical. And I believe something special is going to happen in this year and we hope that what happens is going to be positive. and I bet you the manifestation has begun today and this manifestation is you. You are the manifestation. When Isaiah spoke, he said, "Arise and shine." That's the first bit. We are the ones that are been manifested. We have to shine in this era of darkness we need to shine in the way we behave we need to shine and seeing correctly let us not be distracted by hopeless groupings young people today are misdirected by cultism many young girls on campus are misdirected going into campus Prostitution. Many people are misdirected, thinking that by cheating people in their offices, they become greater. You need to see the light. The more wicked you become, the more Herodian you become, and the more darkness you implant. This should be a year we shall shine in goodness, in transparency, in truth. When we do that, epiphany becomes our lot, and epiphany happens throughout the year. May we pray in this mass for God to direct us more and more with His light, and for we to open our eyes. The advertisers of start say, "Shine your eyes." We need to shine our eyes so that we can rise and shine. Peace be with you.